0: welcome to haunted hour if you're not listening to the spirit of the coin yet please use that beautiful finger of yours to tap pause and give that a listen first because that is part one you're listening to part two okay so we're not gonna waste any time and we're gonna jump right back to my interview with ari
1: yeah so i will go with the lim chukang cemetery first and i'll leave the fourth story the one at the brani my dad's long lost lover, for the last one sure because that was that was the one that uh, really um you know really caught me uh a bit like, like you know picked out of my mind uh, that one really really got me picked up even though i didn't experience it personally, so I'll go with the Lim Chukang first. So um Lim Chu cemetery, where do I begin? So um <coughs> I was um sixteen or so, 17 or so. So you know those you know we are I have a group of uh, friends, uh, all Indian guys la. Uh, we were about a pack of uh, maybe ten to eleven. I I definitely know we are more than eight but less than eleven around there uh. So what we do as kids uh, we are one night school holiday, you know, very bond. So we say la uh, hey why not? Why not go for a ghost, ghost hunt, let's go check it out, you know? Yeah Then we all, we, we all all like, okay come on, let's go ah So what we do, kids, being kids ah, uh, I, I do not, I do not, ah, uh, endorse Andes drinking or, you know, or anything like that So what we did ah, uh, as kids, we bought a few bottles of, ah, uh, you know, uh, uh tiger beer You know, got ourselves really, we didn't really, we weren't really drunk lah, but we got ourselves you know, enough to really explore and enjoy the, the journey, you know, not to bring up the courage as well. Yeah. We don't know, go in full, full face, you know, full sober, you know, I don't think we are, we are ready for that at that age. So we, we, so we actually took a, we all took a bus, all of us, took a bus to um the Interchange. From there we walked all the way, it was about a two hours walk, uh. yeah, our walk. yeah. yeah two hours. because we were kids, you know, a lot of energy. <laughs> like all can drink on the way, some secret you know, you know, have a good work, uh, walk So we reached uh, Punle Interchange at about 11.30pm. From there we walked all the way to uh, Imchukang Cemetery. You know the one near the SEDS camp?
0: Yes, isn't that the Muslim yeah. Cemetery?
1: Correct, the Muslim Cemetery yeah. and in opposite is the Hindu Cemetery. Yes. And that is where this thing happened. So when we reached um, the, the cemetery, if you when, you when you go to the cemetery, uh, it's actually well the Orange light, old bus stop, enough light for you to see the road, you know, you know if there's any car or whatsoever. But it's very dim and it's very spooky and all the things you can hear crickets, the, the creatures of the night. La. Yes. So as we were approaching the entrance, we all told ourselves, okay, take the final car, throw your bottle, or take one different light up, we'll walk in briefly. As we were standing in the front of the entrance of the Sabin Chukang Cemetery All I can see is pitch black The bloody moonlight And the moonlight bouncing off the, from the leaves that's all And it was total darkness and it was creepy I didn't know what was on my right, what was on my left That was my, my point of view at the entrance of the cemetery So we all lit up our, our cigarette. We walked No torchlight, no nothing because at that point of time, you know, the John phone only got the small Tosai, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was the only one we had, but we told ourselves, you know, no Tosai, no nothing, we go in, go in So we were, we walked in about like 3-4 minutes, we were all like, you know, close back together like studies, you know, all scared. Then, two of my guys like, you know, prankster on no the egg or something here or something there or something And then, finally we, we reached the intersection where, on my left hand side, was the Muslim Cemetery on my right hand side was the hindu cemetery we took a stroll around the place and then my friends were te- my friends were telling us that you know the telltale signs of whether something is going on here some, there's some spiritual thing going on here like there's a, there's a ghost or what whatnot. is that the scent of a, a a friendly penny or something like that Yeah. some beautiful small smell so if it's further away from you it's now, so if it's near to you, it's like a sulfur or a burning carcass or uh, something, something, mm-hmm. And then the sound of the dog or bark, uh, rooster or crow. I'm not sure the, yeah, rooster will crow and everything like that. So we were like, okay la. Suddenly as you we were walking here and there, you start to smell something sweet. Hmm. Very, very sweet. And my friend, my friend said in Tamil, eh, can't smell, can smell, eh, or, smell, or got something here. Nah, so I said, yeah, I can smell uh but i tell myself you know you know the the, the midnight breeze might carry the smell of flower along because was the forest forested area
0: yeah and the geese would have (coughs) flowers as well right
1: correct and so you know i you know i was being skeptical again but i always believed you know sometimes being skeptical ah sometimes just better to you know just shut up and just play along uh. so i tell myself okay never mind how did you hear dog barking the cemetery dogs you know Mm. yeah the the going and I'm seeing the names and the faces of these people i passing by and I got so scared. I don't know whether inside the grass I've got or not, to jump out. <sighs> then after that, we finally reached the top before, these three Indian guys, uh, I would say about like, within their uh, 30 to 40 or so, mm. <coughs> they were actually uh, doing some prayers on this tree. This huge tree, they, are, they had the shape of a, uh, you, know, you know, are you familiar with the Hindu goddess uh, Kali?
2: Yes. Definitely.
1: Yeah, her yeah her face was uh was uh, I wouldn't I don't know how to say it, uh, but it was on, on the tree, and below the her face was a uh, lamp, a few lamps like I would say around like uh, six to seven lamps, oil lamps uh. yeah. And then they were lines and offerings and whatnot lah. Uh. So he told us yeah. the guy just finished doing the prayer. He told us he, he told us in Tamil. He told all of us Hey, uh you boys are all very young. Say hey, be careful. Uh, we just finished the prayer. If you guys want to pray, carry on. So they left. We left, and then my friends, uh, all seven to eleven of us, uh, seven or eleven of us, we one by one uh, we started to pray. So what we did was we kneeled down, one by one kneel, uh, one by one uh, we down, we, we put our, our hands together, we started to pray. Then we woke up, then the next one we down because it was only enough for one person to kneel down. Uh, to, uh, to, uh, to. <clears throat> at the point of time of the, uh, of the 80s I didn't really believe in all this I was thinking like you know just another just another superstition or what what all uh. I'd like to tell you this uh. I say right what around 5 to 7 oil and fire and yeah. the wind over there was close to nothing it was still there was no wind you could even hear I could even hear my friend breathing before. That was the only wind that is coming from, and we were all like kids, you know. So we were quite tall, and when you kneel down, right, it's way busy. when you kneel down, it's far away from us, from our breathing and everything. So it it cannot affect any anything at all. So there's this several oil lamps, and my friend started to pray one by one by one by one, by one. and I just mentioned right, it was super quiet, and there's no wind at all. Suddenly came to the last guy, my friend. Everything went smoothly. all braids were done. My friend started to kneel down. As soon as his knee touched the ground up, and he put his hands his hand together, and he looked at the goddess Kali, and he closed his eyes. I remember because it was so... It happened in like slow motion for me. And all the oil lamps, right, went poof. Just like that. And you know one thing we all noticed? What? That There was no wind, air or anything at all The oil lamps were evenly spreaded out together His breath, his nose breath or whatever right Would not be able to blow them all out at the same time
0: So all the oil lamps extinguished at the same time?
1: As soon as his knee touched the ground and his hands went together Mm. He closed his eyes, everything just poof like that and you know what, when the thing, when the, when the thing happened right? we all look at each other and we were like, what the hell just happened? And I got this friend, this idiot uh, you know go always got this friend who like, like to make the situation worse. Yeah. He said, is, why uh, why when you pray only all the things all like that ah, uh, think what's happening ah. Uh? Then, we then we were like, shut up lah, la. yeah, shut up lah, don't say, you know like, you know it's like something like, when you're kid like, if you say nothing will happen, that kind of thing. Yeah, then we were like, "Hey, just call call." it." Then after he took, he took a while to pray, you know. He took quite a quite a bit of time to pray. Then after he done, he wake up. Then he turned, he turned and look at us. At the point of time, when he turned and look at us, I was telling myself, I said, he don't look, he don't look, he don't look normal, like like how he usually look, you know. He look a bit like uh like in a day or whatnot Hmm. Then after that my friend said, hey he at his face I told you see that he was like, hey boo shut up la I you don't know we got this you kind know, sort of friend bro. Rich, this kind of friend la, I like his turbo, all the whole group Then after that we, we just, then after that, he, we asked him la, like, say hey, Are you okay la no, bro, everything okay la no? He said, yeah I'm good I'm good Then he just started to walk on his phone He started to walk on his phone, then we just looked at him, just walked past us Then he went down the hill I <laughs> think we were all thinking, just then my friend tell me say hey, He got run. Hey bro, he's our friend, you know Cause we all damn scared already As he started to walk down the, the path, uh, he turned back and looked at us And then, and then he looked at us, uh, his eyes uh, were so wide open As though he, as you know those people who get very angry, their eyes are fully wide open yeah. He was looking at us in that kind of way, you know So we all rushed down, uh. we, one of those, we asked him, you know Hey bro, hey, you okay or okay or He started to strangle my friend, though with his arm. One arm just like that, he started to strangle my friend. We all jumped on him straight away because we were we were thinking that hey what, what happened? Is he drunk or what? what what's happening? But we didn't drink so much, you know, we were not even fixed on. At, at that point last time we were not fix it on, we were all sober and we all started to like you know hug him and then like hold his arm. Then my friend pulled back his neck. But he also still choking my friend you know. still choking my friend then my friend my another friend who was like very religious. You know, his father used to teach him some prayers or whatnot not like he started to say the chan and then he blew onto his face several times. Started to say some chan and blew onto his face, onto his face. at this point of time uh, this really picked me up You know when people you know when you see actors or whoever, when they when they play dead or like fall down, right? usually they will fall knee first and then body and then the arms and then you know like very very thick kind of play dead kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. My friend uh, he was standing straight, uh. his his arms didn't even, his arms and legs are locked, and he just fell backwards like a stick, just boom, onto the concrete floor, Yikes! and he slammed onto the floor, we could all hear his head, uh, really just slam onto the concrete concrete floor, we could hear, and we were like, oh shit, this guy is like, before he prayed right he was already something was already uh, holding holding on to him maybe that's why when he kneeled down and when he prayed the fire all went off
2: yeah
1: and after he woke up uh, maybe that's why that's what happened why he suddenly started to like you know lose control of himself and the thing actually took over him for a short period of time I was really thankful that my friend was there to you know to do whatever he had to do to chase whatever was because people. We were actually just, really just kids, we really don't know what to do at the point of time
2: mm.
1: Yeah, so when he woke up, he asked and said, oh I don't know what happened I, then we told him lah, bro. You, you, you were, you were actually praying, then all the lamp went off and then you wanted to choke uh, on my friend You choked on our friend, try to choke my friend to death or something like that, try to attack him We all grab you. you, don't let go, we asked you to death. you don't say anything, you're going crazy Then you fall down, then we touch his head lah, uh. his head behind God with your blood Mm. Because I think he's uh hit the concrete floor, because a bit rough, and then we got all those like small small stenah. Yeah. Uh, then we then we just clear his wound, and then we in, then we just tell him uh, Why not we walk out, uh, out of the cemetery to a brighter place, more more better place uh, and then you wanna see how things go, and then we take a taxi back or something like that. And that was the uh, how we ended uh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, pretty pretty scary lah uh, because. You, do, you don't know what you know all this paranormal stuff, uh, You don't know what you're dealing with, you know.
0: Yeah, because if you can't see it, then you know you are exposed to almost anything that's there.
1: Hmm. The yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. So you want me to um, uh, go on with the, my last story, yes, my please. dad's long lost server. Yes, please. Okay. Okay. So this story is uh my dad's story. I didn't I didn't encounter it anyway. and anyway or whatsoever So what happened is um, I came back home uh, uh, With my friend I came back home after having lunch with my friend So I, I told my friend I said, hey let's come over to my house uh, We can play some games you know Get some water then maybe go back down Have fun or something like that So I came back home and I saw my dad So my dad uh, used to work at a PSA As a safety supervisor at a, I think the Brani lah. Uh. He used to work there and he would handle all these safety operations uh for the uh, shipment and cargo or whatnot uh. So his ship is usually um work from evening all day to night and night to morning, twelve hours shift. Uh. Then you come back home the next day in the morning, whatnot. So this was around like one PM. So I knew my dad went to work yesterday. He came back at around one PM, he was still awake. I know my father's pattern, he would usually sleep in the morning and then wake up late in the afternoon. It was 1 PM he was still wide awake. When I look at him, he didn't say anything, you know, just keeping quiet and everything. So I I made my friend ran up to him. I said, Hey, dad, how are you? You want to go work or not? He said, Yeah, I went to work. Then I say why you why you look so like so tired. He said, No, I didn't I didn't feel uh, or say, I didn't manage to catch any sleep I'm very tired. After I say you are you are you sure? Are you okay? Because you know you can see when your parents or your siblings they give the face when you know something is not right. So I I poked him a bit more, I tried to like is everything okay? You know? He said he, he told me this uh, my dad is a uh, kind of person who is like his voice and his uh energy level uh, when he tells you something serious like uh, very high, you, know, you really can feel it in the phone uh. So he looked at me and my friend. He said If I tell you, you won't believe me. Then at that point of time I was like Just I just I just I uh, just tell her, uh, I say, what is it? happened? If I tell you, you won't believe it. Then I, I said, okay uh. I said try me. Test, 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 uh, test, test me uh. Then I tell my friend, I said he comes with you. My father got very good him. I said my father tell me and my friend. He just joked, he was just doing his thing uh, Like no cooking rice and what not. Preparing some stuff. Then he said, yesterday, I was going for my break. Around 3 a.m. 3 to 3.30 to going to 4 like that, he told me like that. He said, I went for a break. So he wanted to nap also ah, uh, want to take some rest uh. So what he usually do was, he would take his lorry, that is provided by a PSA To drive to somewhere else, like a distant area to take a nap in the lorry And then you know, once his time, once his break is over, he will go back and check on things uh. So at that point of time, Brani uh, I'm not sure which year but At that point at the point of time, Brani had a new port that he actually made, he were constructing so it was a clear place so they actually um take out all the the trees and everything and then they put a new flooring for it and that's a very big place it's, There's still some uh, some trees around la. So my father told me this he said there is a place in Rani where there was a newly built port. I went there for my break. It's pitch black, you can't see anything. Uh if you were to face you face you you were to face the port there is actually the sea. And then a few trees over there, and he thought that it was a perfect place to actually go there and that because there was no light, no sound, no nothing. So what my dad do was well, he told me that he parked his uh, lorry there <coughs> near a tree. He, you know, last time the lorry they had the windshield, windshield. It's not those automated ones you have to actually uh, turn it in order for it to come down.
2: Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah. So he had to turn. He turned the knob uh for both sides. The passenger side window and the driver side window, he turned both not uh, both the windows down. So he placed his head at the passenger seat, so his face in the window at the window area, right? Yeah. He, he, he got air lah, got air lah, got ventilation. So he put his leg at the the driver seat where his leg is actually placed onto the wheels near the wheels on there, the driver's wheel la. So what happened was he told me this. He said when I was about to sleep. He checked his uh, messages and whatnot, make sure everything was okay he put his phone on one side he closed his eyes and he told off he said uh, uh, after a while he felt very uncomfortable <clears throat> he said he felt like something was looking at him
2: hmm.
1: so my dad said he opened his eyes and then you know he told me he told me that he saw this lady with bloodshot eyes, just looking at him directly in his eyes, and then my dad told me, I couldn't move, I couldn't do anything, I tried to close my eyes, I tried to scream, I tried to scream my lungs out, he used all these words, because I still remember, I tried to scream my lungs out, and I couldn't do anything at all, I was scared, that was the first time I ever hear my father say that he was scared, all this while I was thinking my father was some fearless guy, because he's a very tough guy, Mm-hmm. But for him to use the word scared uh, in front of me, especially because he always wants to make you know, you know, father always likes to make sure that you know I'm brave and everything, lead by example kind of thing. My father first time used, used the word scared, and I was like, wow, I say, okay, okay. And then he told me, say, no, nah, I do. And then I, ask, I say I then what do you do? What happened? What happened? What you never, why, why, why you never wait to me and drive away? He said, I cannot drive, I cannot move. Then after I say, what do you do? What do you do? After that he told me this, he said he tried to close his eyes, he tried his best to close his eyes, he said he closed, he managed to close. He said some prayers, some Hindu prayers. And then he opened his eyes back. And guess what, Noel? This time my father told me say, instead of the thing going away, the thing was now uh, ten centimeters away from his face. Slowly moving in closer to his to his bloody face. And you know at that point of time, you know what my father did to me? My father wanted to, to really show how close the the entity was, right? He actually moved closer uh, closer to me and then he showed me how close the entity was to face. When he did that right, shivers down my bloody spine I tell you. I could feel uh, whatever energy that he saw, right? Or or whatever he experienced, right? Actually I could feel it from his from his voice, from his face, from his you know, from his energy, you know, from his vibration. I could definitely feel it. Then he told me he said he was that close to me. Then after I said, what after even saying all the prayer never worked. Uh? Nothing he said never worked. After he said this time he closed his eyes one more time. He said he really prayed that much. said, please, uh, please get it away from me, please get it away from me. He opened his eyes and the thing was gone. The thing was mm-hmm. gone but never uh, mind. My, my father quickly woke up. And you know what's the worst thing? He had to you know, he was scared that the thing would come back into the to the into the into the window. So yeah. he had to actually use his hand to, you know, use the knob to pull out the window again in the most weird way, you know. And then the, my father was like, I, I tell my father, I say, why you doing? You want to pull out the window for what? Start, start the engine and drive ready now. See more. At that point of time, he wanted to make sure he wasn't going to come back. Then after my say, my my father lifted up all the windows up already, passenger and the driver's one. Started his engine. He said before he left that place, before he 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 he, he, he drive right, he turned back to take a look one more time the thing behind him or not. he saw a lady he said he couldn't see the lower part of the body he was just a black I, think you're lying, uh. I just want to test him, you know. Like test is it. Hey, if you don't believe it's okay. But I'm telling you, I don't need to believe in all this entity, but now I do. Ever since that day, uh, nowadays, now my father uh, very religious. He prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. He yeah. So so I believe uh, that thing really changed him, uh, you know. That experience really uh sucked the life out of him, you know, and made him feel that you know he was a non believer, uh. well, Now he is uh.
0: Yeah, because prayer helped him, right? didn't, didn't no, help the uh, first time, but it helped the, the second time.
1: Yeah, I, I, I remember on my 18th birthday uh, when I was, my father finally let me drink with him, you know. You know, and we were drinking and I was talking to him about this story. And I still remember one thing my father told me. I don't know whether, what he, means, what he, whether he relates to the story, uh, but he said this. He said, the only time you know uh, how to truly pray uh, is when you're scared. Hmm. Yeah. So believe, yeah. So I believe. Yeah. Uh, so I believe. the most purest form of prayer is when you really need it, you know. When you really need it, you know, There's nothing, you know, you know, you know, nothing before can help you, and then the only thing that helps you is a prayer. I think that's when prayers are most powerful. Yeah. You know, you really mean every single ounce of word. You know, every every word you need, there's a weight and value to it. That's the real prayer. I feel.
0: Yeah. But then you know, yeah. a lot of people only pray when they need help so yeah, yeah yeah so it's great that you know after that incident your dad has become religious
1: mm-hmm. yeah he did uh. he's become a changed man out say. I, I believe that, that he are that things in the world that cannot be explained cannot you know things are happening around us all the world that we, you know that we can't simply explain and I don't think you know I, feel, I believe the ancient art of the world uh, that has been passed down ancient from, the, our, from our ancestors and through ancient religions and uh, practices uh, these are the ways that they have learned to cope with all these entities and you know all these uh, weirdly either dimensional things and these are a few ways that they have used to, you know, make, make, to purify whatever they are dealing with uh, I believe good entity or bad entity or Whatever it is, uh, these are all very sacred art uh, uh, Some is, you know, questionable But there are some that really work, you know So, I think I leave, I leave that to the viewers to decide uh, You will never know till you experience it yourself, uh, I
0: think Yeah, I totally so, agree You
1: can tell a million ghost stories, uh, but a skeptic will always remain skeptic Until he has to say himself
0: True, I agree Yeah. Thank exactly.
1: you for having me, thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, tell my stories The only reason why I wanted to tell was not to show off, but i just wanted to get it off my chest uh, once and for all and you know, ah. it's uh, uh, a relief yeah thank you thank you for uh, having me on.
0: well i sure hope you enjoyed the interview with ari all the four stories gave me goosebumps and it's mind-boggling really mind-boggling as i've been saying follow me on instagram i'm not the most active but i'm really trying my best okay my friends keep reminding me to post as often as i can okay so i'm still trying to get around to it and yeah we're gonna come back with more podcasts on thursday and sunday so i'll make a date with you all then the best thing about this is that you can listen to this podcast wherever you are in the world no matter what you're doing and you can do it you can listen to it any anytime in the day all right my name is noel i'm signing off for haunted hour